Hello, coffee lovers and avid readers. Welcome to Olive's Radio at Olive's Cafe, where we can enjoy music while talk about all things arts and humanities. Now, before we get started, I'd like to make a little announcement. So, as we reach the end of 2021, I would like to take the opportunity to thank everyone for listening to Olive's Radio. Um, I have never thought in a million years, let alone my 30 years, that any living soul would listen to me speak about art. Uh, There was a point in time that I wanted to give up and just forget about it. But whenever I see the stats and when my friends tell me their opinion, it's basically motivation for me. So I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for listening in and thank you so much for you know, for your input and for your encouragement. And I just can't wait to do more of this. So let's get started. So for the last month of the year, I would like to wrap it up with the genre of the month, which is genre. <laughs> it's a little funny because, you know, it's the genre of the month and we're talking about genre, you know. <laughs> um, the thing is this, I was going to talk about suspense, but the thing is, it seemed a little bit similar to thriller, and even though it's still a genre of its own. So I thought, hmm, let me just end the year with just talking about genre, you know. And it feels a little bit more fitting to tie everything together. And, you know, I guess, yeah, <laughs> this is what I just wanted to talk about. Especially since it's like, it may be a general topic, it's still worth of digging into because of the fact there's so much to talk about. Um, So, for example, I've learned through studying the genre for a very short period of time is that there are three main genres, especially when when we're looking at literature. So, um, for example, so the three main genres are prose, poetry, and drama, in a sense. So just taking a look at and um, observing just these top three genres, it seems like it's more of specialization before categorization. So in a way, let me explain how I how I see it. So you know how you have in music, you know, you have different categories and even subcategories or genres or different subgenres. Sorry for my horrible English. <laughs> Um, you know, they're, they're just basically like, they, they have different sounds, they have different, um, they have different themes, different, uh, different, um, different concepts. But when you take a look at the specialization, you're, you know, taking a look at, um, where artists have specialties in. So in a way, for example, let's take a look at prose, right? In prose, you have novels and short stories, photographies and memoirs, uh, journals and journals and letters. And then you're looking at fiction and nonfiction. Where in fiction, you're looking at novels and short stories. And in nonfiction, you're looking at biographies, memoirs, and journals and letters. Although, let's just say that journals and letters can also be fiction because, you know, you're looking at the authors creating different characters, completely made up, and it's them writing letters to whoever their, um, not only their audience, but whoever they're writing to. It could be their loved ones, it could be their friends, it could be their lovers, um, it could be a letter saying, I quit, I don't know. It, it could be different things. Um, 
and then when and then the next thing is that we're looking at poetry right so with poetry you have haikus sonnets and free verse and what they all have in common is that they um they use different measurements in order to make sure that their their poetries are at a are at a capacity for example they you know you're looking at meter you're looking at rhyme and syllable counts so when you take a look at haikus haikus are very they're extremely short but they make such an impact and you know you're looking at them and you're seeing that they could be playful they could be sad they 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 carry on different types of emotions in such a very short body so when you take a look at haikus that's it's a 575 and um it's more of like a syllable count so for those who specialize in haikus oh my goodness y'all y'all are truly amazing Anybody who does prose, poetry, and even drama, or even media, y'all are amazing. Um, you're taking a look at sonnets, which is, you know, you're looking at, like, rhyme, like rhythm and rhyme, and, you know, diff doing meters, especially when you're doing free verse. It's also looking at meter, but it's still free, so you're not rhyming or anything. You're not looking at syllable counts. You just, it's free verse, you know? But you're taking a look at a body where it's either really short, or really long but you know there's there's a limitation when it comes to poetry whereas prose um, you know it's it's just a set goal where you're either writing one page or five pages uh, you're writing ten words or writing a thousand words a hundred thousand words you know it's prose when it when you're looking at prose it's a little bit longer than poetry and it's a little bit more um, I would say a little bit more, um, how do I describe prose in a way, um, a little bit more detailed, right? So when you're in poetry, you're looking at like one thing. And when you're looking at prose, you're looking at different things and you're providing details. So something that poetry can't provide, even though poetry is such a really, really, really intriguing form and an intriguing genre prose provides a little bit more details and a little bit more exploration and when you're taking a look at drama it's you know text written intentionally for performance so you're looking at musicals and plays right um you're taking a look at william shakespeare uh you're looking at beowulf uh you're looking at mm, Arthur Miller's works, um, you know, different plays, different different musicals. You're looking at Cats, uh, In the Heights, the different works, basically, and it, they fall under the drama, uh, the 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 genre of drama. And so, you know, you're taking a look at the script, and this is what you're supposed to be performing, right? And you're bringing this text to life. So th that's a way to look at, you know, drama. And now we can also look at media, which because of the increase of technology, the, the uh, advancement of technology, now you're having, um, you know, your works of art televised. So you're looking at like TV, film, websites, uh, radio, billboards, and even graphic novels. 
Now, usually, I don't know if anybody could categorize graphic novels as media, but the thing is that you're using technology to, um, I mean, you're using technology for, for prose and poetry and drama, but graphic novels is like basically animation. That's, that, I would describe that. It's basically looking at animation, but it's on paper as opposed to being moving where, like, film and TV. So, and then when you look at websites like blogging and news articles and when you're looking at radio and podcasts, it's something that's spoken, um, but, you know, it's like something that's spoken in which you're, you're listening to it, you know. I mean, we've been new. Come on now. <laughs> we've been new. <laughs> so, in a way, when we're looking at these different genres, genres, we're taking a look at, like, how people can specialize in them. So, in a way, when we're looking at genre, it's more like specialization. So, you're specializing in one, one, in one area or dabble in another. So, you could take a look at someone who writes prose, but maybe they want to write poetry. Or someone who writes poetry, they want to look into writing drama. Or when someone writes drama, they want to look into prose. It's like basically like you're, you know, you're moving from one area to another just for more exploration. Maybe you want to do something fast or maybe you want to do something more detailed. Or you want to do something um, that provides visualization where, you know, you want to help the audience visualize what your writing looks like. Right? You know, and then moving on to like, you know, looking at different art forms and different, uh, different art forms and different medias, uh, a medium, a uh, different media. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 it it becomes generalization. You know, it now getting into like categories, you're taking a look at like, you know, how you can classify literature. Or, you know, classify different art forms and different literature as it allows us to compare and contrast works from one genre and study how they broaden or challenge the constraints within it. So you're, you know, you want to, let's say, for example, you know, you want to provide details. So you want to, you know, bring on like different themes or different categories. So you want to write, you know, you want to write poetry it like romantic poetry or suspenseful poetry or funny poetry you know dramatic poetry horrifying poetry it, it's it's you know now you're getting into this you now you're getting into categorizing so for example with music perfect example perfect examples you're looking at pop you know you're looking at classic rock country hip hop soul rap jazz R&B, blues, there's a list. I mean, there's a very, very, very long list in which, you know, once you look up genre, music genre, there's like a long list. So there's genres and then there's subgenres in which now it gets like in-depth with like challenging, or I talked about rock. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So when you said, oh, perfect example with rock, right? There's alternative, there's metal, there's, uh, punk, you know, you're taking a look at, like, within these genres, there's these subgenres in which you're using, uh, you're using different instruments to, uh, you know, basically to broaden it, 
to broaden that horizon or to challenge it. So it's like, why does rock have to be just this? Why can't it be heavy? Why can't it be alternative? You know, something that's a little bit light or something that's a little bit heavy. You know, it's basically, you know, exploring a little bit more within these different genres. And you're also taking a look at, like, you know, art. When you're doing painting or when you sculpt, um... When you're using computer, like, you're looking at Impressionism, Expressionism, Surrealism, Pop Art, Neo Expressionism, and Concept. Which, by the way, my favorite is Expressionism. It's because we have a mind of our own, and what we do when it comes to art is that we express ourselves. You know, and it's basically showing the world, this is how, this is how I see it. This is how I see the world, this is what I'm looking at. And I want you... To see, this is what I look at. As opposed to, like, Impressionism, which is, you know, a fine art of itself. You know, you're looking at, like, you know, taking into details and how um, how one painter can basically just, you know, since before the age of, you know, cameras, right, These the painters had to basically take in and study details of landscapes and portraits you know that's another way that you know that's another specialization where you do portraits and which you're doing faces or you're doing um people landscapes you're looking at environments or architecture um it's basically like touching on different things as a you know to challenge yourself and to explore um what you're capable of doing or more than capable of doing and then you're taking a look at movies and TVs and even literature because literature can also, um, you know, touch on these different genres as well. So you're looking at like romance, mystery, comedy, science fiction, drama, fantasy, horror, adventure, thriller, historical, contemporary, political, dystopian, dark fantasy, uh, memoir, psychological, and even social. And just reading from this from these lists. Those are how we how we see genre. It's different categories in which we touch and we say, hmm, um, let me see if I can write a piece based on this genre. Where will where will this piece take me? Uh, how will I see? How will I help these people explore these different genres? So we write different pieces in which helps us helps all of us, the readers and writers, like. Um, and different creators on how we can touch these genres and say, hmm, how how will we walk on this journey journey with these genres? Now, just basically, just to help us understand, now there is a plethora, a plethora of genres in the art world. So it's not limited to what I just described. There's a lot more going on than what's in the surface. So... You know, of course, there will be subgenres within these different genres that I talked about um, that can also not only begin to service, surface, but, uh, but are also being created based on its time period. So, for example, like, there was a rise in dystopian fiction because of what's going on in society back then. So you have George Orwell's uh, 1984 and Animal Farm. And 
you know, those are like those are examples of dystopian fiction. Even Fahrenheit four fifty one. Um, then you have this dark fantasy in which it's you know it's dark for a reason, <laughs> and you're taking a look at um, The Witcher, which is a good example of dark fantasy, or one of the examples of dark fantasy. Um, you know, there's a list of books and there's a list of works that fall on uh, that fall under these genres, and it allows creators and readers alike to explore them. You know. And taking a look at what's in depth and it's basically like opening different gifts and seeing what's inside of it. And the deeper you get, the more you'll see. And I mean, at the same time, it's it's worth exploring, especially when you're looking at specific genres and then you're looking at genre in general. Um, I've come across a lot of... Um, authors, a lot of artists, a lot of musicians that, you know, you know, look into these genres and just say, I want, I want to explore this piece and just, you know, see where it takes me. It's, it, it, it sounds redundant, I know, but it's just, this is basically what I've been observing. And currently with, for example, currently I'm writing a romance, right? And what I want to challenge is maybe I don't want two people who are enemies to fall in love. Or I don't want two people who are, well, technically they're complete strangers and then they become best friends. <laughs> uh, just a little snippet of what my piece is about. Um, maybe I want somebody who is attractive in their own right. You know, they're attractive physically, but... They're not, like, you know, all chiseled and, and muscular and all that. Nothing wrong with that either. You know, it's, you know, it's it's a fantasy that people want to live under. But at the same time, like, what if, what if there are different people that fall in love based on personality, based on, not just based on looks, you know? You know, and what I'm finding is that when within time people fall in love and it's basically coming from you know them spending time together getting to know each other which is perfectly fine but this is basically just coming from the surface of looking at different novels and you know reading not being able to give myself the opportunity to read be in between the lines but I'm finding a lot of like romance to be romanticizing um difficulties and um you know toxic behavior I guess and a lot of fighting a lot of conflict in which you know with people from my observation it just looks like that's what excites the readers where two characters are being conflicting of each other but they end up together nonetheless and both characters end up changing who they are along the way, which is basically their journey when they're together. But then sometimes I just want to challenge that. It's like, what if these two, what if these two, what if this couple don't fight? You know, what if the excitement comes from just spending time together, um, letting them explore each other? in which they can do that as friends, 
You know, what if I don't want my enemies, what if I don't want the enemies to become lovers? What if I want friends to become lovers? What if I want complete strangers to, you know, fall in love with each, with each other? Um, and sometimes I feel like, what if, you know, people who have this toxic relationship, what if they're not meant to be together? You know, what if I, so that's why I wanted to make sure that with my novel project, that I want to explore romance in a way where it's like, I want to romanticize healthy relationships in which the excitement comes from the characters, you know, treating each other with a lot of respect and treating each other with trust and treating each other, like, it sounds boring, I understand, but I just kind of find that just I just kind of find that toxic relationships should not be romanticized, you know. And I want to, and I want to challenge that thought. I want to broaden the horizon of romance by saying friends can be lovers, and I feel like the stronger relationship, the strongest relationships come from people who were friends first. And I want, and I want, and I want to bring that to the table. Now I'm not saying that you know I'm starting that because. I know that there are plenty of authors that have written romance novels where friends do become lovers. There's plenty out there. I know for sure. But I'm kind of finding a lot more romance novels of toxic relations being more in the market, which is nothing wrong. You don't you write you write what you want to write. But I kind of feel like we should romanticize healthy relationships. You know, that's that's all I got to say about my about my project and about romance. So to finish this topic on, you know, genre, I would like to point out that there have been some some genres that I did miss this 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 season of all radio. Um, so the, the missed genres are uh, science fiction, drama, comedy, dystopia and horror. I didn't get the chance to talk about it in the podcast, but I will make sure for the next season that I will talk about these genres just so that way we can also take the opportunity to also explore them as well. Um, maybe not too in-depth, maybe upon the surface, but you may never know. We may have a nice conversation about these different genres and just say, hmm, I never thought about that. Hmm. That's something to think about. You know, I did think about that, but I didn't even think about that in depth. Basically, just interactions between, you know, different artists that talk about these different genres. So, for next season, I will talk about them in the, up, in the months that, you know, is appropriate and assigned to. And then, um, and so for any genres that I didn't cover for this season, I will make sure to talk about next season. And plus, I will make sure to bring up um, more genres and subgenres. For example, not just touching on literature, but also touching on music, um, television, movies, and different artworks. You know, um, so that way we can explore a little bit more on these different art forms and these different art, uh, these different art projects. You know, and you know they they all have something to offer when it comes to the world of art. You know, it's all about the human experience, what they offer for us human beings and what kind of emotions will be brought out. So I might as well just, you know, just 
keep talking about them or keep talking about them or bring more topics to talk about them as, you know, for the future when we, you know, go further inside of Olive's Radio um, and Olive's Cafe. So, I would love to thank all of you so much for tuning in at Olive's Radio, at Olive's Cafe. Happy holidays, and I hope that you enjoy your coffee artistically.